Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Hey guys, I'm so excited for this week's episode with Arlen. You literally have no idea. It is such a good episode. I cannot wait for you to listen. But before I get into it, I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. You guys already know the show is brought to you by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. I'm sure you already know and already have it, but if you don't, it's a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. If you owe someone money, you need to pay them back for your iced coffee. If your name is Max Wilman, <laughs> then Cash App is the app to use. I always find it the most convenient for settling group dinners like I know I mentioned before but there are literally so many reasons that you could use cash app obviously and cash app also comes with a cash card a free debit card that comes with boosts which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love you'll get discounts off your purchase at places like Whole Foods Target and way more it's literally like having credit card perks just packed into a free debit card and also the best thing about cash app is I get to support one of my favorite organizations the Jimmy Fund when you sign up for cash app and use my promo code happy hour all caps no spaces not only will you instantly receive $10 but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund which if you don't know it's a charity that raises money for adults in pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world so if you haven't downloaded Cash App in the past this is the time you guys I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together you'll get $10 to you like I said before and $10 towards defeating cancer which I'm so happy we get to help out so again use my promo code happy hour when you download Cash App from the app store today and now getting on into the episode welcome back to another episode of Happy Hour with Gretchen Garrity. And today we are joined by, tell us. Hi guys, I'm Arlen. <laughs> uh, I'm Gretchen's friend and I'm really happy to be here. I'm so excited. I'm like literally so excited. I feel like this has been coming ever since I started. And I don't even know if they know, but the main reason I have this podcast, well, like Brooke and Danielle too, but also you, like I would not be here if it wasn't for you because you literally helped me set up everything and like the back end of things. And it was so okay. like but, daunting. Yeah. You, but like, I also wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't have started YouTube if it wasn't for you. Oh. Like, you're definitely a big reason. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. People have questions about that. And then I was thinking, I was like, wait, that's so good for us to talk about. Because I don't even know if some people even realize that or Mm -hmm. know. But I, like, remember how you started. I remember every moment. Like, it was yesterday. Like, it's so, like, familiar to me. Yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, we're, like, sitting here in Gretchen's room on the floor. (laughs) Uh, There's a big teddy bear in the corner. (laughs) And it's a really happy vibe. Yeah. Blue skies. Yeah. And Chill it's nice. today. <laughs> and we're going to match Max's game later. Yeah. Yeah. This Let's just exciting. chat, you guys, and catch okay. up because this is always the best part of every podcast, if we're being real. So, like Arlen said, we're going to go to Max's game in like an hour, and I'm so excited. It's yeah. going to be great. He's yeah. been playing so well. You're going to be so impressed. I know. I've just been, I watch all your stories. And I'm like, Max scored, Max scored. Yeah. I'm like, holy. Yeah. Holy I always holy. know <laughs> that I'm going to get a reply from Arlen being like, woo. But yeah. Also, this is a PG podcast, correct? Yeah. Okay, because the one that I do with Jackson is obviously not PG. I will be editing out this. So I will words. be saying, I will say, holy moly, and I will say, uh, that's it. That's say, all. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my lord. Yeah. So if there's any profanity, it will get edited out. Okay. <laughs> Just in case anyone is like, who is this guy? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we went to BU. We met at BU, and the origin of how we met is kind of funny. Yeah, Because, is. obviously, Gretchen was, like, a YouTube star from an early age. <laughs> and I wasn't. Um, I make YouTube videos now, but my freshman year, I didn't. And I knew who Gretchen was, and I went up to her in the dining hall, and I was like... Uh, what did I say exactly? Do you remember? I was like, yes, are you Gretchen? This is so like funny that? that you're bringing this up right now, because there was... 
like the majority of the questions was wait how did you guys meet like tell us yeah. the beginning so this is good we're talking i remember it very distinctly i remember it, was... it so well i was sitting in that area of the dining hall with like all the windows high that tables. was like circular yeah yeah i what? think I don't even know. I could have sworn you were at a high table. But all I remember is I didn't know that Arlen was coming up to me because he knew who I was. Like, I found out, like, a year later that you were like, (laughs) no, I knew who you were. That's why I came up to you. I thought he was like, like, you know, when you go into your freshman year, I feel like a lot of people would just be really friendly and just come up to random people because they want to make friends. And I was like, oh, that guy is so nice. Like, he just came up to me and was like, hi, I'm Arlen. Nice to meet you. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Gretchen. Like, nice to meet you. (laughs) That just was who I was anyway. So even if you weren't a YouTube star, I probably would have said hi to you anyway. Yeah, that's just what I was doing you are times. like that. I love that. I feel well, like it's very like inclusive of people. Like you're mm-hmm. always making an effort to like include people or say hi to people. I like to think I'm extremely inclusive. Yeah, you really like, are over inclusive. <laughs> but I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess it could be like too much sometimes, or if you're like worrying too much about other people. But yeah. I feel like that's a good strength of yours. Yeah. yeah. So what did I say when I came up to you? I was like, I hey. think he just came up to me and i was like who is that but he was just like hi i'm arlen nice to meet you and i was like did i say anything about youtube no and so i was just are you sure i could have sworn i said like i've seen your youtube videos or something i don't know i don't think so because i remember like i just thought that you were like nice and friendly and i didn't know that you knew my youtube videos unless i like didn't hear you and i was just like oh i'm gretchen nice to meet you and then we would like see each other around but that was freshman year in the fall and i remember december you called me in December and I was home over winter break. Like, I'll never forget I was home. And I was, like, getting a call from Arlen Moore. And I'm like, oh, what's up? And you were like, I think I want to start YouTube. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you need to do it. Because I remember so clearly that I saw so many of your videos that you would – you were kind of, like, freelancing, yeah. I almost feel like, well, for some people. Well, I was doing people. your sororities recruitment yeah. videos. And you were doing videos for, like, the gym. And my favorite video of yours was with the drone, like, at the pool over the summer. And mm. I just remember you posting on your Instagram. And I was like, he is so oh, talented. Yeah. Like, this is so cool. Like – Yes, you need to start a YouTube. It'll be you can make anything look interesting, and mm-hmm. you do. I remember when Thank we went you. to when we went to LA, um, or well, when we went to Laguna with all of us. When was that? Like 2017. That was like so long ago now. Mm-hmm. And we were at um, what's that burger place? In and Out. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of just like whatever. And you made the video look so cool. By the way, you edited. We I were like, that. this yeah. looks like the most lit like trip to In and Out. Yeah. But yeah. So is that just really how you started YouTube? It was just that December yeah. and you were thinking well, about it? Well, I knew who you were just because I've been like a YouTube fanatic since YouTube was YouTube. Mm-hmm. Since like cat videos. Yeah. Like I've been on YouTube for like probably 13 years. Which yeah. is consuming. Charlie bit my finger. Yeah. <laughs> and then growing up, I always made YouTube. Or I always made videos like editing cool yeah. things and Did snowboard trips. Did you just teach and... yourself how to edit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, that was always just like my hobby was just making cool video edits and then I was inspired partly by you well wait a second actually okay so I (laughs) yeah I was definitely inspired partly by you partly by Casey Neistat yeah because I just I discovered the vlogging format like I didn't watch vlogs until the summer going into my sophomore year Mm. but I found Casey Neistat Justin Escalona and you and I was like, all right, there's something here. I can find a niche. Like, I yeah. can definitely do something. Yeah. And then it took me a while. I was really nervous and scared. And then I did it. And then I think, like, I would say six months later, I would consider myself kind of, like, established. I feel like you grew so quickly. I remember you saying videos that. You were, were like, just... you grew so fast. Yeah. Well, also, I started back in the Stone Age when <laughs> <laughs> I literally had 10 views on a video, and I was like, whoa! Like, I'm so famous. Like, it was just such a different time. Yeah. Like, I remember my cousin was like, I bet you won't get a 1,000 subscribers in a year. I'm like, yeah, I can do it. Like, that was, like, the benchmark. Yeah. And I think I got to, like, 2,000. Seriously, only 2,000 well, subscribers in, like, a whole year. The, but it was also 2012, so. But this also goes back to why I said earlier, like, I'm here partly because of you. Because, mm-hmm. one, like, I partly started because of you. But then, after, like, the second video that I ever made, it was, it's to this day, one of my favorite videos. It's called, mm-hmm. like, it's like vlog seven college party, something like that. Yeah. And you saw it and you, that was like the first video of mine you had seen. Uh-huh. And then you gave me a shout out in the next video. Yeah. And I grew like 400 subscribers overnight and I yeah. woke up the next day and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I have that. all these people watching now. Yeah. These have to be good. Yeah. 
So it was like pressure to make them really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So then that, that pressure helped and I'm forever grateful for Gigi. Aw, that's so sweet. (laughs) I like, this is bringing me back. I miss you skateboarding through the streets of Austin and (laughs) vlogging. Like I miss that so bad. And like skateboarding to class. Like that was so fun. Yeah. I've definitely, I feel like every year I'm, I'm pretty extra. (laughs) <laughs> but I feel like every year I get a little less extra, hopefully. <laughs> but that was definitely a very extra Arlen time. Yeah. Just vlogging down the streets of Boston <laughs> University, like gimbal in hand. <laughs> being like, it doesn't matter what people think of you. <laughs> Just videotape yourself down the street. No one's even paying attention. <laughs> You're like, I can do it. See, that's something that I wouldn't do. I was so bad at vlogging on campus. And because I, I cared so much, I was like, these aren't just like normal people. Like, I could walk down Newberry Street. That's okay. But Calm Ave is like my <laughs> peers, you know, yeah. like my classmates. So I was no. always nervous about that. What was beautiful about BU is that everyone was so non judgmental and supportive. Yes. People were like, oh, did you get made fun of like when you started? I was like, no. Everyone is like, oh, that's cool, mm-hmm. which is nice. I know. I so agree with that. I'm so happy that you're saying that too because I feel like I always say that in my videos or whatever. And it's so crazy to me how many YouTubers that have gone through college or are still in college get made fun of. There's yeah. so many that I know that have such a hard time. It's like high school 2.0. People are so catty. And I'm like, literally, I showed up at BU and people were like, oh, you do YouTube? Good for you. Like, mm-hmm. cool. Like, that's your thing. You yeah. know, everyone, I guess because... It's such a big school and everyone's so, like, diverse and comes from so many different backgrounds. Everyone just kind of, they're like, oh, I respect it, man. Like, good for you, you know? Yeah, it's very diverse. But then, like, little, like, smaller schools, people are like, who's that weird YouTube person? I don't know, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's, like, chapter one of our relationship. And then chapter two is joining the same management, starting to go on trips together. Laguna, Morocco. Yeah. Maggie and Emma joining the crew. Yeah. And then... Like being juniors and seniors and graduating mm-hmm. and taking children's literature together. Yeah, children's <laughs> lit. That was a great class. Lots of fun. But let's talk about why they're actually here to listen, which is uh Yeah. Who who is a matchmaker for the Gretchen Garrity Max yeah. Woman relationship? Yeah. Arlen, you guys, that's the answer. Arlen is the plug. Like, I honestly, whenever I'm telling people about anything, you just always come up and I'm like, Arlen is like the glue. He's like the plug for everyone. He's how I met Maggie and Emma. He's how I met Max. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so funny. So wait, I don't even actually remember how, like, the Max thing got started. I remember. I can talk about how I knew Max. Because that might be interesting for them. Sure. And then we can get further along. Okay. But, okay, so I'm from Cape Cod. Massachusetts. Max is from Cape Cod, Massachusetts, as many of you probably know. (laughs) And Max played at the rival high school. He played at Barnstable High School. I played at Falmouth High School. And we were like big time rivals. Mm -hmm. Max is three years older than me, than us. He is 24, about to be 25. So correct. Two years then. Yeah. Because I'm 23. Yeah. So two years older than us. Yeah. So yeah. So Max is two years older. And so in high school, Max was like a stud at Barnstable. <laughs> and I just, my first time I ever heard of him was at a state playdown game, uh-huh. rivalry found with versus Barnstable. And Max, I think he scored like four goals or something like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that kid's good. I wasn't even uh-huh. on varsity. I wasn't even in high school yet. Really? But he scored like four goals as a freshman. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then he went to Brown. And when he was at Brown, he was working out at the same gym that I was working out at in on Cape Cod in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And we, we became, like, actual friends there. And I was like, this dude, Max, is, like, the nicest guy I've ever met. So sweet. Yeah. I was like, this guy is so, I don't know, just, like, so kind. Yeah. And we skated a few times. We actually made a video, like, one of my vlogs. Mm-hmm. He was in one of my vlogs. And... Then, then I think you kind of came into the picture. Yeah, that is how I knew of him because everything Arlen said, um, like when Max was in your videos, I remember, I like remember the two videos that I saw him in. I saw him, it was over the summer and you guys were at APT and he was like lifting or something Mm -hmm. and you were just, it was like cool. It was like a montage of him like lifting. Mm -hmm. Mm. And then I remember the... (laughs) 
remember. But I didn't think anything of it at the time. Like, I wasn't even like, oh my gosh, like, I need to marry him. You know, like, I just was like watching the video and I was like, okay, cool, that's like Arlen's friend. Yeah. But I saw, I've seen so many of your friends in your videos, you know, like, he was just another I one tend of like, to, Arlen's friends. People notice that. Like, people are like, why do you have so many cute guy friends? Yeah. Set me up. Yeah. I, you're fun. I don't even know if you know this. Uh-huh. I have like a couple other friends that I've like set up with the your block. friend that's yeah. so funny uh do you know my friend jake miller i think you yeah him. his yeah. girlfriend was like a big binky gang fan what? yeah and now they're dating and they're no like way. a great couple no yeah. way yeah wait that is so f- i forgot about binky. shout out sophia and jake oh my gosh binky gang yeah <laughs> i literally forgot people about are like that. wait what are you what wait tbt yeah let's just skip that topic overall <laughs> but back to you so then what happened okay so i saw the lifting one and then i saw him in the video you guys were skating around i like remember it so well yeah and you guys were just like it's a really cool video playing hockey for fun yeah it was really yeah. cool the way because you had your stabilizer so it looked like really it cool. was smooth i was skating behind him yeah and he was doing all these cool moves yeah and then gretchen was like wow <laughs> No, still at this point, like, I was watching and I was just like, okay, cool, that's, like, Arlen's friend. Again. Yeah, you know, as far as I remember, you were kind of indifferent to him. But yeah. when you first asked me about him, you were like, what's this kid's huh. deal or something? Yeah, so then what happened was, and people know if they've seen my video about, like, how we met. Yeah. So I just, like, he was, like, familiar to me. Like, I would, like, know his name or whatever. And then, long story short, he was, like, DMing me, but I never saw them because I don't check my DMs. And at one point I saw... Max Wilman in my DMs, and I was like, Matt, I was like, why do I know that name? And I was like, is that Arlen's friend? So I clicked on it, and he had like DM me a couple times, but I had like never seen it. And so I just replied, and he was like replying to a poll, and he was like, more videos with Arlen, like whatever, because he's your <laughs> friend. And so we just talked from there, and he was like, I'm looking at BU, and I was like, okay, your bio literally says Brown. Like I'm so confused. Like, aren't you like at Brown? But then he was like, I got injured, whatever, whatever. So then we end up meeting at BU. But yeah, when I was talking to him at first and whenever everybody knows, I was just kind of like, whatever. And he would like DM me over the summer and I'd be like, uh, what are the odds I'm going to meet this kid anyway? Like, you know, and then I meet him like first thing in September. So this is yeah. like, this is like on the skinny, skinny. I don't even know if you're going to want to edit this out. Okay. But like, as far as I remember, you kind of had this epiphany about Max where you were like, yeah, like, I don't because you were like a different Gretchen before Max like as far as boys go like you were kind of used to the college culture of of dating which doesn't I'm pretty sure people understand what that's like it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily um a love story it's not great (laughs) so when Max came along you were like this guy's like nice to me Mm -hmm. and I was like yeah and then you were like wait I kind of like it yeah and then you're like Arlen this is how it should be. Yeah. And then and then you're like, oh, wait, Max is like the best ever. Yeah. And now we're getting comments on your videos and people are like, in a world of Arlen Moores, <laughs> we need more Max Wilmans. And that, I'm not, my feelings aren't hurting or anything at all. I don't know what that's about. I know. But whatever. They're making you seem like so terrible. I saw that comment when I texted you. I was like, what is this about? Why are they saying that Arlen is like. It has like, like 500 likes. I feel like they're trying to be like, oh, Arlen's like a player, you know? But like, yeah, what? Yeah, I am a player though. So. I don't know. But, but that's when, but if I'm, if I'm loyal, then I'm loyal. But if I'm playing, then I'm playing. So... <laughs> So I think that's what I, the comments are getting honest. at. But I'm also like, I don't know where this, why this like hatred is coming out of nowhere. <laughs> like Arlen is so nice and he's in, he's my friend and he's like in my video. So I don't know why they commented. I literally saw it after the video was posted and it was like the top comment. I was like, why are it, we it, hating it on Arlen? It kind of hurt a little. They're like, in a world full of Arlen Moores, these disrespectful, <laughs> dishonest, lying, mean... I, I can't even use the right adjectives on this PG <laughs> podcast to describe what yeah. that person was probably thinking. Yep. Um, I don't think I'm that bad. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> I think in everybody, just because Max my videos and they see our highlight reel and his highlight reel, they don't see like anything like bad in our relationship. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So they just like put him on this pedestal and they're like, oh, Max. But like, that's really how it was. That wasn't even like the skinny. Like I just tell them how it is. I was like, I used to all these like players in college and just like not nice guys and it freaked me out and I was like kind of just it's so bad to say but I was kind of just like scared I was like why is he so nice to me like I always tell 
like my subscribers know I've said it so many times I'm like why are you texting me how is my day <laughs> I'm like what is your I'm like there is like an ulterior motive here like what do you really want to know like because the college hookup culture is okay we hooked up last night we're gonna see each other at the dining hall we don't know each other okay and don't we're look not gonna at speak. me <laughs> yes. uh don't get up when i go to get a pan like some pancakes yeah. if i go to the omelet bar stay in your seat okay yeah. and put your head down and max I is like breathe. hey babe i know and he's like so nice and that's another thing i feel like when you talk online a bunch or something before you meet in person it can be like scary and awkward or whatever mm -hmm. and like i said i was mean and i would like barely answer his dms because i was like what are the odds i'm gonna meet him anyway mm -hmm. so then when i saw him at the bar i was like nervous but he's always just been so normal and made it like not awkward because he's just like not like every other loser boy in college yeah. and he's like mature and he's just like hi like we know each other you know and said and yeah. if it was up to me i would be like oh my god lucy like there's that boy that would dm me and i would like say nothing you know so yeah, that's funny. And there were so many questions about that. So that's good that we talked about it right now. But before we get into all the questions that you guys had for Arlen, we're going to do my, I don't even know what to call it, my format, how I always do. So Arlen, what are you happy about right now? Oh, honestly, everything. That Aww. like when you, when you told me the brief of like, this is the format of my podcast, the first gut reaction was like, what are you happy about? I was like, everything. And I really am. Like, That's I'm so, so happy. And, like, the last year, as you know, Gretchen, was, like, honestly really awful. Yeah. <laughs> um. And, yeah, I, I was just in, like, to be brief, I was in, like, a really difficult relationship, like, the opposite of what um, Max and Gretchen have. <laughs> and um, it's not, like, a dig at the other person if anyone knows who i'm talking about they but do. it was just unhealthy yeah okay yeah. it was just very bad and i was in a really bad space personally mm. and so having found out how to kind of leave a relationship like that which is really difficult and mm -hmm. i never would have thought that it's hard to break up with someone when it's unhealthy but it is yeah um since then i've just surrounded myself with really amazing people and I bet on myself a lot um to get where I am now like when I moved into the apartment I live in which is very nice and I will say expensive mm -hmm. the any financial advisor would have looked at my bank account and been like wait <laughs> you're paying how much for rent yeah. you like shouldn't do that mm -hmm. but like having done that and worked hard and just keeps learning and surrounding myself with nice, happy, motivated people. Where I'm at now, I'm just so happy. Like, mm. I, I'm just, I've never been in a place where I'm at right now. And I'm just like, so happy. And Take so, notes, people. <laughs> so, so I'm saying, so that was like very vague, but like specifically, what am I happy about? <sighs> oh, well, I feel really? like you've grown so much from that relationship and it's obviously taught you so much. Mm -hmm. And you just... I feel like coming out of that, you're like, okay, my main focus right now is, like, working on myself and Me. just being... yeah. And I feel like you've always been so good at being independent and everything, but you are, like, even more, like, honest with yourself on how you're doing and, like, what makes you happy and mm -hmm. what makes you driven and excited, and then that's what you focus on. Yeah. No, and it was actually a very positive experience because it showed me places of myself that I wasn't honest with, mm -hmm. and now I'm being very honest with myself, and because of that, I'm able to, like, progress more, and... To give, I guess, more of a specific answer, I think what's led to my happiness the most is <laughs> years and years of spiritual practice mm -hmm. in, like, meditation and, um, uh, like, law of attraction and newly yoga. So, like, I've been into this stuff because, as maybe a few people might know in high school, I had really bad anxiety for like years and negative mm -hmm. thoughts and I was mentally unhealthy and I got obsessed with like personal development and meditation and all this stuff. And because I've been practicing, practicing it for so long, I'd say like four or five years now, it's had this effect on me that has just like my constant state is of acceptance in whatever might be going that might be unfavorable so if something mm -hmm. bad happens i'm just like well 
<laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Everything happens as it should. If some, and so it's either that, or I'm really excited or happy about what I'm doing every moment, mm-hmm. or I'm literally just in like a state of enthusiasm where like I'm doing work I love with people I love and mm-hmm. building something I love. And it's just like heaven. <laughs> That's so you. Everyone needs to like be a little bit more like Arlen because you're so, I don't know how to describe it. You're very present as a person in general, which is so good. And I feel like a lot of people struggle with that today and their phones and everything. You're so mm-hmm. present and you're so calm and like zen. And I feel like before I've gotten, I get so like riled up over things and I'm like, how are you not like freaking out or overwhelmed or nervous or scared or mad or whatever? And you're just like, well (laughs) and you like take a deep breath and you think about it and I know a lot of it you were like it's really like meditation and just like working through it and so many years of like being this way on purpose yeah but that's like so how you are yeah no and it I'm really like just as 2020 kind of rolled around it's been that I've had a very strong sense of like presence a lot like I'm so present all the time and Mm -hmm. conscious of what I'm doing Mm -hmm. that like this is going to sound super weird, but I'm almost at a place where, like, <laughs> this this is going to sound so weird. But, like, time kind of – I think time stresses a lot of people out. Yes. And my concept of time is just, like, slowly going away. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just in the moment all the time. Uh-huh. And so I'm rarely worried about schedules or things. Like, even, even as of recent, mm-hmm. what's made me the most happy is I'll, like – set schedules for myself but as of late like I'm I'm sticking to them for the most part Mm -hmm. but if I but if I wake up one day and I look at my schedule and I feel like doing something else that would make me happier I just like wipe it and I do that and then that usually ends up being the better thing to do yeah even even if it's like well I was gonna go to the gym today and be productive but I'd rather just sit on my phone and and this sounds so (laughs) bad but like that will lead to some other opportunity and some other thing that's in line with the intentions i've set at the beginning of the year like long-term goals and that's so interesting to think about yeah i feel like that's such a good way to look at it too because i feel like everybody stresses himself out with their schedules and i understand if you work a nine-to-five which we do not yeah and you don't have the flexibility and whatever but also know that I feel like even if you do work a traditional nine-to-five or if you're in college and going to your classes, whatever, I feel like people can be easier on themselves and just give yourself grace because you're going into this new year. And like Arlen said, if you're supposed to do something right now, but you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this. Like, I want to do something that makes me happy and I choose to, like, be happy and put myself first. Do that. Like, don't go out to a bar because you don't want to go to a bar, you know? Oh, yeah. Tell us your quote. your quote right now. I've, I've known this quote for years and it sticks. It's so in line with this podcast and your brand and everything Mm -hmm. you talk about Mm -hmm. and everything I just talked about. And even if you're working nine to five, even if you're in a place in your life where maybe you're in a difficult relationship or you're in a nine to five you don't like. Like I last night I was with Jackson and we were recording our podcast, but we hadn't seen each other for a while. Mm -hmm. And Jackson is just miserable at his job. He's like, dude, I'm in a rut. And like, we didn't record for the first two hours because we just, I tried to like pep talk him. Yeah. And like, he's one of my best friends, but he was literally like sad, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so like, no matter where you are, I think this quote can help you a lot. And it's by Steve Aoki. And it's, <laughs> it's so simple. I remember this for years. It's find what makes you happy and stay there as long as you can. Aww. I got chills. That was cute. <laughs> it's so good. I love that. It's just it's just like if you follow your joy, then you're just going to – like you – you your life is a result of what you focus on. Mm-hmm. So if you find something that makes you happy, then – and you focus on it, even if you don't know if like, oh, maybe this could make me money, maybe it won't, chances are it, it could in some way. Yeah. So like I think following what you love is – and what makes you happy is like simple – People are like, okay, uh, <laughs> duh. Yeah. But like actually doing it and reminding yourself consistently mm-hmm. to just like check in with yourself. Like an- another good thought experiment that I've done that's helped me a lot is thinking about and reflecting and maybe even journaling on like things that you can do for like 12 hours straight, 
even if it's like play video games <laughs> like even if it's uh, this is probably mostly female even if it's like shopping yeah <laughs> like even if it's like drawing or something mm-hmm. just keep doing more of what you love and this this one i don't want to be like too controversial because i know this is different with guys and girls but like mm-hmm. for me when like editing videos was something that i could do for like so long that mm-hmm. i would realize that i didn't eat food and that's like bad i know yeah but like that's uh, that's like i think a somehow healthy indicator that you found something that, that is just so love. important to you yeah like find something that makes you so passionate that you like forget where you are and what's going on around you and you forget that your stomach's hungry. I so agree with that. I, that has definitely happened with me when you're like so in the moment editing a video or like whatever it is and you're like, whoa, I've like lost all sense of time or what's around me. Yeah. I feel like that's such a good yeah. indication. Losing like, sense of time. This is like what I love. Yeah. I love that you said that. This is making me so happy because that's a lot what I talked about in my When You're Feeling Lost podcast because I'm like, guess what? At 22 years old, 23 years old, everybody feels lost. Everyone's mm-hmm. a little bit like, I don't know what to do, especially post-grad. You were like thrown out into the adult world and you're like, now what? You know, and everything is your choice and your decision. And you're always wondering, did I make the right choice? Did I get the right apartment? Am I at the right job? And it's like, check in with yourself and be so honest and be like, am I happy right now? Like, what makes me happy? What Mm -hmm. interests me? If I'm not doing that, you're going to end up in a rut and you're going to end up really sad. And you need to like reel it back in and be like, okay, what makes me happy? And that might not be what makes you the most money. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, making the most money in this like finance job in New York, if that's going to make you miserable, then like, what's the point anyway? Mm -hmm. So I have two pointers on this same topic that I think would be really helpful. And one of them comes from one of my mentors who is currently building a uh, multi-million dollar business. Mm -hmm. And he had, so he had like this multi-million dollar home. He had Lamborghinis, Ferraris. Um, He had like he could like party and like take a private jet somewhere and like mm-hmm. do whatever he wanted and he he was like happy but basically in reflection he realized that what made him the most happy isn't all these things mm-hmm. and like even even like you know partying all the time like it's not that it's not having a lamborghini it's not having a big house and people say this kind of stuff all the time. Like, it's not things that make you happy. And even yeah. you and I can attest to that I by, so like, agree. you know, being blessed to be able to afford nice things. It's yeah. not the things. It is 100% the, the, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. The doing is outweighs everything. What you're cre- Like, what we're doing right now mm-hmm. and having this conversation and making this podcast, to me, is this is it. Yeah. This is the thing. Yeah. Which is cool because it doesn't matter how many people are listening. Mm -hmm. If we like doing this, it doesn't matter if there's a million people listening or two. Yeah. That being said, whoever's listening right now and they're like, well, I want to start like my like design business or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or I want to start my YouTube channel, but like no one's watching. But like that doesn't, that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the process of making the thing. That is the happiness. Yeah. It's never the achievement. I so agree with that. Never. I, I forgot to finish the story about my mentor. Oh, yeah, so tell he, us. He has all these things. Like, he had all these things. Mm-hmm. He had the cars, the big house, and then he realized, I just like my business. Like, I like building my business yeah. the most. He sold his house. He sold the Ferraris. Wow. And he bought an apartment where he has very few things. Like, it's relatively minimalist. Yeah. And Arlen type. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And he's like, I'm so happy because I can wake up. I don't have to worry. And this sounds so weird to talk about. But like, yeah. he's like, I don't have to worry about hiring a cleaning service for my house. Like my mm-hmm. house is small. Yeah. And I just wake up. I go to my desk. I do my fun thing. And then that's it. And it's yeah. like he doesn't need all this other extraneous things that mm-hmm. we think we need. Yeah. I so agree with that. And I feel like I've slowly but surely realized that exact point that it's mm-hmm. like obviously not the things that make you happy and like decluttering getting rid of things like I had more furniture in here but I was like mm-hmm. it literally like stresses me out every day so I got rid of it you know yeah and being present in your own I think this is this is like a little bit of a pivot but like 
this is something I need to work on. I can tell you're really good at it. And Maggie is also really good at it. Mm -hmm. Being present in your space and realizing what's bringing you joy is so, so small, but so important. Yeah. There's like, I can think right now, there's there's actually things in my room. I walk by them and I'm like, why is that there? (laughs) Throw it (laughs) out. Just throw it out. Yeah. (laughs) But that's like a micro example of how like usually how you do one thing in your life is connected to how you do everything else yeah so if you do something as small as have a workspace or a living space that's clean and happy and everything Mm -hmm. makes you happy then eventually your lifestyle is going to shift to that yeah which is good I feel like I've worked towards that so much and in college I was just like woo I'm in college and like you could never see the floor of my room the ground because it would be covered in clothes Mm -hmm. and I was just a mess and that's just like how life was but graduating I was like okay now I'm like living life on my own and I'm working for myself and I need to take it seriously and so I like got rid of the furniture kept my room clean and like my life is way more organized yeah I listened to Tori's (laughs) this is my like mention of Tori you love Tori but you would love this episode she talks all about organization and she's like you need to organize every single part of your life and then guess what everything becomes a little bit easier and I'm like that is so true Uh uh-huh yeah that's like literally what we were just saying and what you were saying about things bringing you joy you need to watch or you probably already know you know the Marie Kondo method everyone talks about that I think I've seen like one video she's like she invented that phrase and like everything and she has these like crazy ways of like folding things and she goes through like people that hoard like their house and throws away everything Mm -hmm. and she's like you need to look at something and be like does this bring me joy and if it doesn't get rid of it and it's so weird to think of like like a teddy bear, like a water bottle. Like, does this bring me joy? But like, it does. And I use it every yeah, day. You know, like yeah. you have to like evaluate no, everything like, like that. that. Yeah. You have to look at everything. And if that weird thing in your room doesn't bring you joy, get now, rid of it. Now, <laughs> what I'm most interested in is where the source of all this comes from, which is our thoughts. So like, like, yes, the external is obviously important and cleaning your room out is good. Uh-huh. But I'm coming from my background of being anxious and having a lot of thoughts in my inner world that weren't serving me and not bringing me joy learning how to clean those out Mm -hmm. is i think difficult especially if you're in a tough spot yeah but absolutely like fundamental because and this has been probably one of the biggest lessons i've learned recently from some of my mentors which is that when your head is clear like your inner world is a reflection of your outer world. Yeah. And if your head is happy and clear and you have happy thoughts, then your outer world will simply reflect everything. Yeah. So whatever your life is right now, it's just an obvious reflection of what's going on inside. Yeah. So like, that's not to say that, you know, it's your fault if you don't like your life, mm-hmm. but understand that there's ways to learn how to clean up the things that don't bring you joy in your head, the negative thoughts, mm-hmm. and taking that very, very seriously. That I police my brain to an OCD level. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's okay to think about bad things or things that don't make you happy as long as you are detached and don't identify and treat them like clouds floating in the sky. Yeah. And like, for example, the I new Mac that. Miller album. Uh-huh. Did you listen to it? I think I heard a song. Oh my god. You I feel like you really like it. It's, yeah. It's so beautiful. We can listen on our car. Ride. Yes. It's so beautiful. It made me cry. Yeah. Obviously cuz I was a huge Mac Miller fan. Mm-hmm. But it is also quite depressive and yeah. negative. But I can listen to it and it doesn't bring me down. Like I just I listen to it detached. Yeah. As if it's like a rainy day. And I just That's appreciate so nice. the rainy day. You can like separate yourself from a situation. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to like make it my morning anthem to sing these sad songs, <laughs> yeah. but like... I like them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like everything you were just saying, that's, like, so powerful to be able to, like, assess kind of, like, how you're doing in the situation and how certain things make you feel in a song or whatever it is and to just, like, realize that it's in your power to feel however you want to feel about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is another thing that's been on my mind, and then I definitely want to get to other people's questions. Yeah. But, like, uh, this is something I told Jackson. I feel like... It sounds like from what you're saying, maybe a lot of your audience might relate to where it's like being in your late teens, like going into college or just out of college and you're like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So this is, and this is Jackson for me, my best friend Jackson. 
guys, mm-hmm. if you don't know who he is. Uh, he came to me last night. He was like, Arlen, I'm really in a rut. I don't know what I want. I just know that I want to do work that I love and I want to make a lot of money and I want to have fun every day. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, y- you know those things. He doesn't know what business he wants to make or what his passion is necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are like that. Yeah. Like they're like, well, I hate my job. Mm-hmm. But, and I would like to be doing something I love, you know? Mm-hmm. People know at least that. So what I have done, and I don't, I'm, I'm like being delicate introducing this because it's so weird. <laughs> But, um, so, like, what you focus on tends to expand in your life. Mm -hmm. And if you focus on thoughts that are, like, affirmations almost, Mm -hmm. that are, like, for example, if you're someone like Jackson, where you you don't like your job, but you know you want to do something you love, you can write down, like, I love what I do every day. Or every day, I'm loving my life more and more. Mm Mm-hmm. I do it, this is where it's weird, I do it in the third person. (laughs) So I like write almost like a Forbes article about me. Yeah. And I have it in my phone and I just write out like how I want my life to be in the third person. Uh So Arlen does, this is like my character, like my character traits. Mm -hmm. These are the types of things I do every day. This is how I feel on a consistent basis. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, so it'll say things like Arlen is always learning and improving from mentors or something like that or Mm -hmm. arlen is learning how to make money uh from the smartest people i'm like i don't even those aren't even actual things in my yeah Yeah, but like so i like and i i look at this thing and i actually have it in notes on my phone and i select it all and press speak before i go to bed and so i just listen to this like forbes article about me whoa and it like over time just becomes true and it's so weird uh-huh. so the reason i wanted to bring that up is because so if you don't know what you want but but you know that you want at least the vaguest thing you can just say for example wait what do you mean vaguest thing like you know you want to work at a company that you love or you uh-huh. want to do work that you love mm-hmm. but you don't know what that work is yeah you can say something like jessica loves her job jessica wakes up every day excited to do her job Mm -hmm. or i wake up every day excited to do my job Mm -hmm. you might not know what that job is but by focusing on that thought you'll attract other thoughts and experiences related to that thought and maybe like a week two weeks a month two months later something will come up into your life and it'll be an opportunity and you'll feel it and you'll be like wait this is cool maybe i should try this yeah and then it'll just attach itself to that thought form that you've been thinking over and over so this is really like law of attraction it's people. law of attraction there it's was like questions it's so about hardcore that. law of attraction and i wrote down just in general law of attraction so i'm so happy we're talking about this now yeah but that's so like my number that's all i wanted that's those were like the main things that i wanted to get off my chest that i felt uh-huh. were necessary to discuss with reveal everyone. oh i love that that reminds me so much going back to tori <laughs> that reminds me like what tori talks about too and just and i know you do it too like writing down the notes and stuff about yourself that's so interesting it's in third person i want to do that about me yeah gretchen goes to bed every night literally gretchen sleeps really well gretchen you know if so what i do is like if there's anything in my life i'm not happy with i just write it how i want it to be i'm literally gonna do that so let's say that i was unhappy with my weight training or something Mm -hmm. and i was like man i'm weak I'm, like, not strong or something. Or, like, I eat really unhealthy. And I feel like so many people focus on the negative. They're like, oh, I'm so weak. If only I was stronger. You and know? they'll joke about it. That's the worst. Yeah. I, and I used to do we it, too. We hate that. We, we hate it. <laughs> I can think of someone in our life that we're like, don't say that about yourself. Because yeah. then you're going to believe it and it's going to come true. And, like, they're like, say, oh, it I'm just a yourself. broke. I'm just <clears throat> a broke. Can I say the B word? No. <laughs> I'm just a broke college student. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like, don't say that. Don't say that. Mm-hmm. You manifest it. Yeah. Interesting. So is manifesting similar to law of attraction? Because I wanted to talk about both of those definitely. Because you've made me realize how like powerful manifesting things are. Yeah. So, well, law of attraction, manifestation, I guess manifesting is just the act of 
well, it's, uh, in my opinion, a law of nature yeah. from which physical reality is ma- is brought into this realm from non-physical reality, which is human thought. Yeah. So everything is created. So it manifestation I think you should go teach just, philosophy. <laughs> I love, I was a philosophy concentration in college. I didn't I even love know this that. Stuff. Yeah. Okay, that makes so much sense. I feel like I'm learning so, so much right now. That's so yeah. interesting. That's manifestation. It's just, it's like the bringing in of things into physical reality. Mm-hmm. And law of attraction is just that whatever you focus on with your attention multiplies. Yeah. So if you focus on money a lot, then you'll make more money. But don't yeah. focus on being broke. Then yeah. you'll be more broke. Yeah. Focus on thoughts of wealth, thoughts huh. of being, making money and Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like people listening could be like me. And I feel like when I used to hear stuff like this long ago or kind of not really know what it was, I'd be like, what's that mumbo jumbo that yeah. like, people talk about? Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. That's like, uh, nah, I don't really believe that. But it's like, if you just listen to what Arlen just said and you like have someone explain it to you and you're like, huh, that makes sense. You like literally start to see it happening everywhere. Like once I finally learned what it was, I was like, oh my gosh. And I text Arlen and I'm like, dude, you won't believe what happened. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so crazy. And I feel like I just so agree with that. Like yeah. with everything you said. Yeah. I like I'm scaring myself right now because I'm such a nerd into this stuff and <laughs> I can talk about it. I can explain like any part, any question anyone has because uh-huh. I'm so obsessed and I've read literally yeah. every book. I know there we is. should do a part 2 episode all just about like that would be manifestation cool. and, and like law of attraction deep. and stuff. Yeah. I just don't want to scare people away with it. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, let us know you guys if you want more of that. But okay, let's get into our questions. We okay. honestly addressed like a lot of it, but okay, so how we met, we talked about and um they were asking to like how we all know Maggie, Emma, Brooke, Max, everything. So we talked about Max, like me and Arlen met, that's how I met Max, and then Arlen was the reason I met Maggie and Emma too, first I met Maggie, I like remember that mm-hmm. so well too, I was like filming something, what were we even doing, but then she came and I remember we went and we took Tony pictures, Pillow. yeah, and we took pictures in Beacon Hill, Yeah. <laughs> and then that's when I met Maggie, and obviously you guys know Maggie and Emma are sisters, so then I met Emma at the airport when we were going to Laguna, it was so funny because yeah. I literally met her at the beginning of the trip, and we were like BFFs by the end, you know. Like yeah. I feel like we just got close so quick. And then Brooke is interesting because I feel like I'm the plug for Brooke, kind you, of. Well, yeah. also she just moved here, so I yeah. feel like we yeah. all were around her anyway. But I have known Brooke for so long. Like we just started talking and we're like internet friends like in high school like maybe like 10th grade Mm -hmm. like for so long because we've just been on youtube for so long and we always just knew who each other was and like would watch each other's videos and would text and stuff i don't even remember oh the first time i met her was in long island because she's from there my cousins are from there and we like Mm -hmm. went to sushi and i was like i'm so nervous to meet my internet friend (laughs) whatever and then you guys know brooke is in boston now so then we're just all here and Mm -hmm. that's how we all know each other and coexist yeah (laughs) But, yeah, I think that was, like, mainly just, like, that's pretty much it for, like, how we met and stuff. And I guess the only other detail is that I knew Maggie because I went to high school with Maggie. Oh, yeah. I went, Maggie dated my best friend in high school. I've known Maggie for, like, ten years. Yeah. <laughs> and then I started YouTube, and I think, like, five or six months later, Maggie called me and was like, Arlen, I think I want to start YouTube. And I was like, do it. And then she crushed it. Yeah. And now she's we're all here and then emma started after that we have a whole squad and that reminds me you might think that emma went well also she's way younger but emma didn't go to high school where arlen emma didn't go to high school (laughs) no (laughs) she she like went to a different high school than arlen and maggie because maggie went to a different one for hockey and then emma just went to one like near where she lives yeah if you care but um oh and then they said like how did you introduce me through matt to max so i guess you didn't like physically be like this is max Mm -mm. but like I met him because of you. Like, I never would have recognized his name in my DMs if it wasn't for you. What was your major at BU? You kind of touched on it, but... Uh, well, I guess the story is worth it. Like, when I was applying to colleges, I had mm-hmm. no idea what I wanted to do. Like everybody. Like Nobody everybody. Knows. <laughs> I had no idea, so that's fine. And I applied to Com. I got into the communication school. Mm-hmm. Boston. Com is communication. What made you apply to Com? Because I was like, oh, I'll do like a film degree because yeah. I like making videos. Yeah. And then as soon as I got here, I got into this like weird, I guess, like <sighs> businessy type mindset. Yeah. And it's not weird. I just got in a very business mindset and I was like, oh, I'm going to transfer 
to the business school mm-hmm. at BU and I did for a semester and I took a bunch of classes. Did we take SM131 together? No, because oh. I switched in after a semester. Or wait. Wait a minute. Did you do it spring of your freshman year? Yeah. After a semester in comm? Yeah. Because I did too. We were probably in that big lecture together at 8 a.m. We definitely yeah, were. Yeah, like bark off and Yes, Adam. and you sat in the front row every and day. And TJ? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I and I sat yeah. in the back corner. Wait, that's so funny. We were in the same lecture together. Yeah, okay, we definitely were. Because all transfer yeah. students going into the business school in the same semester take the 8 a.m. Yeah. section. Yeah, it was 8 a.m. They make you take yeah. the 8 a.m. 8 a.m. 8 a.m., baby. <laughs> uh, we haven't even talked about 8 a.m. at all. No, there's cool questions about. about that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, but, yeah, so then... Oh, that's really funny. In my mind, you were, like, trying to go in the business school at a different time than me, but we were literally going in together yeah. at the same time. Yeah, okay. So, interesting. It's, it's interesting looking back at this in, like, <clears throat> retrospect, because when I was in that school, I liked some of it, but there were certain times I would just get this gut feeling when I was in that school, mm-hmm. where I was like, I do not belong here. <laughs> I was just like... Yeah. I, and I'm... I'm not it, historically that great with my emotions. I'm getting better. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I just was like, mm, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> like, it was very weird. Like, I would be... Like, sitting in a class, you were like, ooh, this like, doesn't feel right? Well, honestly, I would kind of get scared, like, walking to classes because that... Oh, yeah. The, that was, like, so, such a steep drop. That building is scary. Oh, it's all it's, marble. It's all marble. Very and it's intense. Like, it's like six stories up. Yep. And you look down and there's just it's just like scary. Yeah, I don't know. It is. I was just like I don't it's like this. It's intimidating to be and in I'm there. I'm bad at math. Sure. Yeah, and it's intimidating. And I was like I need to transfer so I transferred to Com Communication School back oh, again. Oh, you went back to Com. And I was okay. like okay, I'll do the I'll do the film thing. Mhm. And then I did that. See, I feel like that's valuable though because like some people might look back and be like, "Oh, I regret like trying that." But it's like no because then that solidified in your mind like, "Okay, yes, Com is what I want to do." Yeah. Cuz you were like questioning it. So I yeah. feel like that's good that that happened. I I really was just following my happiness trying cuz at the time when I transferred into Questrom, I was really into business stuff. Yeah. I was trying to make an app my freshman year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I was like, I need to learn business. Yeah, I feel like that's such a good explanation. Or exa- you're such a good example of like, you have your own business. Like you can be, you can have your own business or be like a businessy, business mindset person without going through business school. Oh my God, yeah. You know, I could have went yeah. through comm. I could have easily done PR instead of the marketing yeah. track. They're like very similar. And I think I would be just as fine yeah. as I am right now, you know? I'm not sure you would have been as happy and calm, to be honest, because you, yeah. you... I like the you're math. different, yeah. I like, yeah, we're just different. I'm, like, yeah. so into math. Like, if you had me, like, write anything or an yeah, essay... Yeah, that's all calm was. I'd be I like, no, writing. thank you. Like, I don't yeah. like writing. So, yeah, it's just just differences, but... Gretchen's about the bag. Yes. <laughs> yes, that was our own's major beat. So, you did the calm, but you... So, you have a concentration, or what's it called? Philosophy. I, I took like six classes yeah. in philosophy. Is it something. called a concentration in com? Yeah. A concentration. Okay, yeah. Because that's what I think everyone in question was just general business, but then you concentrate and mine was marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was our best memory together? Oh, good question. The first thing that pops into my mind is Morocco. Me too. That's what <laughs> I immediately so read fun. as I saw that. I was like, literally anything in Morocco. Such a fun trip. Specifically, um, it was like heaven on earth. Yeah, it, was it was so, so cool. cool going to the mosque. The so, mosque was cool. so cool. Going, walking that whole through. Trip was, surreal. was it Marrakesh? I Marrakesh think in the city night, at night, where you were it was like so clinging crowded. on to me because it was like kind of scary. So crowded. Yeah, it was kind of scary. Yeah, was it not? Yeah, it was. You, oh, actually, I remember. Remember Rabat, mm-hmm. which was more of a conservative town, and and you the and the girls weren't wearing um, headwear, and yeah. we were getting like yelled at a little bit which yeah. was i mean i don't know it was or people fine, would just but... come up and be like oh my gosh and like touch my hair and yeah i haven't seen like blonde people they're like are you from sweden and i'm like no no like american but it's just like yeah it's like su- such a different culture there but yeah. it was like so beautiful and so fun oh honestly probably my favorite memory together is i have a picture in there holding the goats on the side of the road and we pull oh my god the goats in the tree like to this day people will be like you like photoshop that picture right with all the goats in the Mm -hmm. tree i'm like no that Mm -hmm. was like real life or the camels like i don't understand that still these goats are sitting on the tree i'm like looking scroll back on one of our instagrams right now and look for this photo and try and tell me it looks real yeah it doesn't look real but it is yeah so cool. That was the coolest. Yeah, by far. Back to like 2018, was it? Yeah. 
I think so. Yeah. yeah. 2018. That sounds right. Yeah. Definitely best memory. Um, okay, we talked about how you started your YouTube. So he was just into videos mm-hmm. and did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you want to do it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, this is interesting. There were so many like this. Uh, did you two ever have a crush on each other? Be honest. <laughs> have you dated or hooked up with any one of the girls? With any of the girls in the friend group? Yeah. Um, have I dated any of the girls? Like, who is, no. who is the Like, group? it's like Maggie, Emma, Brooke, <laughs> like, like, no. No, the answer or is me, no. No, guys, he, I know it's funny, <laughs> and I feel like, especially back in the day, we would all be, like, so flirty with each other just because it was, like, funny, and people would just, like... It helped the views. Yeah, people would just, like, start rumors and stuff, like, you can just believe Garland, whatever you want to believe. Emlyn. Yes, oh my gosh, I yeah. miss Garland. <laughs> but no, we never dated each other. I feel like I, we just have always been friends, and, like do such similar stuff that it was never like oh we're in love i don't know you know i don't think well youtube couples are difficult yeah it's just like two similar people kind of i think the polarity is important in a relationship yeah which makes our whole friend group a friend group yeah exactly (laughs) yeah and i feel like it was just always like separate and we would just like tell each other about the boys and girls in our life like it was just never always a friend like that so sorry to crush all your dreams but arlen (laughs) hasn't dated any of us um oh i like this a lot what is your fitness routine what do you eat in a day oh i love this Mm -hmm. wow okay so i wake up at people are gonna hate me no, it's okay. Just say it how it is. Okay. I <laughs> wake all up about realness. I wake up whenever I want. <laughs> I wake up roughly around nine. Uh-huh. I usually drink a cup of coffee. Um, depending on how I feel, I might make some avocado toast. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. vegan ingredients, although I'm not hundred percent vegan. I'm mm-hmm. probably like eighty percent vegan because I think balance is important. Yeah. I think that uh Plant-based products are better for you, and you should eat more greens. So I tend to stick to lots of plant-based stuff. Um, but but going back to the routine, I'll wake up at 9 or so. Today, <laughs> I think I woke up at 10.30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then I eat either some avocado toast or oatmeal with banana and apple and cinnamon, which is yeah. really good. And I have a specific recipe that I, I use. Max does that. He puts apple and cinnamon in the oatmeal, which I've never done that. Yeah, it's really good. I do banana and peanut butter. But you have to cook it on the stove. Uh, Don't do it microwave. Get it regular oats. Makes it better. Almond milk. Put the almond milk and the oats in the in a pot. Mm-hmm. Put it on high and boil <laughs> for like just a little. Just so they're like hot, not yeah. like boiling. Uh-huh. And then mix in apples, banana, and cinnamon, and it just tastes really, so really good. good. Yeah. So that that's good. And then I'll also have smoothies i'm very serious about my smoothies Mm -hmm. so i'll do i will do almond milk with banana blueberries vega or it's called vega one protein yeah um and i I get the kind that has like all the vitamins and stuff Uh added and that's a vegan one yeah it's vegan it's plant-based yeah it's like pea protein and stuff yeah and then i add this stuff called um it's it's like amazing grass green powder yeah and it has all of this like like spirulina beetroot powder superfoods yeah Mm -hmm. superfood mix i love that and chia seeds and i'll blend that up and it tastes pretty good yeah and sometimes i'll mix in like peaches or raspberries or peanut butter uh-huh. but that's usually my go-to yeah the blueberry and banana that's what we always do we're yeah. into the blueberry banana almond milk yeah smoothie. and i'm always looking for ways to improve my smoothie so if people have suggestions i read my dms my um, suggestion <laughs> is just load it up with peanut butter and it'll always taste good <laughs> yeah yeah uh peanut butter is very good yep later on in the day i go for um my go-to meal is kale and chickpeas yum so i get like canned organic chickpeas mm-hmm. or garbanzo beans yeah um cook them with some kale garlic onion and tahini is really good so it's kind good. of like peanut butter but a little healthier i think yeah and then uh i eat lots of i do eat meat so i'll have like burritos mm-hmm. and i'll have sushi i'll fish mm-hmm. um but yeah that's mostly what i eat that's yeah. so good i usually do 
kale with quinoa, but kale with the oh quinoa. I love quinoa. Chickpeas is so good. Yeah, I love. So I like Arlen sweet green a lot. Mainly healthy, you guys. Oh, I eat chocolate. I eat lots of um, dark chocolate. I yeah. love dark chocolate. Me too. Uh, I like Tate, which is a Boston place. Yeah. I'm sure you guys probably know from Gretchen. Yeah. Uh, and what else? I do eat, like, I, I balance. I think balance is super important with diet, like, everything in moderation. Yeah. I actually believe in mega cheat days. So, like, literally, I have designated days I kind of decide off whatever I feel where I'll wake up and I'll be like, I'm going to have chocolate chip pancakes, syrup on like, I'm going to drink a lot tonight and like do the opposite of what I normally do Yeah. because I believe that your body needs to be conditioned to actually (laughs) understand what healthy food is for it. Interesting. If you have healthy food 24 seven, it eventually becomes unhealthy. I strongly believe that. But your body gets like too used to it. Yeah. Your body gets used to it and it like like, gets sick. It yeah. gets really sick. That's why I think... Like you need to mix it up. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were going to say chocolate chip pancakes. Right as you said cheese, I'm like, I know Arlen so well. He's <laughs> going to say chocolate chip pancakes. pancakes. So good. If you want to know the way to Arlen's heart, chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And workouts, you mainly do oh, strength training? Mainly. Mainly strength training. Right now, I'm just... I, I have this these like fitness goals. I'm trying to like get my max lifts up, mm-hmm. which I have max. <laughs> uh, I haven't... Um, like hit these goals. I think I saw your stories. While. Yeah, you I'm like lifting. working on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm working on that, and I also do yoga. Probably, I would say four or five times a week in my apartment. I, I had a core power membership, but I quit it because I realized that my apartment is beautiful, and I have this huge floor to ceiling window so that looks beautiful. south in Boston, and mm-hmm. I look out on like hills and the sky, and I just do yoga there. I light yeah. incense and candles. And play Indian flute music. And, Interesting. <laughs> and I just pull up a video on YouTube. Usually Kundalini yoga or uh-huh. Hatha yoga, which uh, <laughs> which vibrate at a high frequency. <laughs> what does that mean? It means it just means it, it like everything. Everything is particles. Everything is vibrating, and okay. this is the law of attraction again. Okay. Everything goes back to that because mm-hmm. it's just physics it's part everything's made of particles everything is vibrating at a certain frequency and i like to do activities that have high vibration (laughs) energy laughing is light and like things that are like light and Uh happy have a higher vibration and then things that are sad and dense and dark have like a low vibration Mm -hmm. and they make you feel like you want to just not do anything and be sad so i try to do (laughs) high vibration (laughs) yoga Yeah. That's no, look so it up. Look up like I'm gonna levels of energy, um, by David by um sorry Frederick Dodson. Mm-hmm. It's a really weird book. It's so <laughs> weird, but it's really cool and it just explains frequencies. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have a core power <laughs> membership if I was you either because you do have the best window with like the coolest yeah. view and like you're saving 169 bucks a month. Yeah. I just cancel mine too because I don't use it enough because yeah. I'm like always visiting Max and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's the tea, everyone. Are you single? I'm single. I'm single, single. baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> I have tea. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Sorry, guys, you can't hear. Okay, let's pick <laughs> one more question because a lot of these we have addressed already. What made you want to start 8 a.m.? This is a good one to end on. This is a really good one to end on because this is like my number one focus of 2020. Because I, as I said, I feel like I'm getting less and less extra every year. Mm-hmm. And as I grow older, I'm always going to be making videos, but the focus is going to shift more toward making 8 a.m. A real business. If you don't know what 8am is, it's my clothing brand slash personal brand, yeah. which extends to things related to the ethos of the brand, which is to blur the line between hype and personal development. Hmm. So the story behind it is that, as I said before, in high school, I struggled a lot with negative thoughts and anxiety, and I was in a dark place. And then I discovered meditation, spirituality, reading books and self-improvement and I learned to take myself out of my out of this hole that I dug myself and like from there learned that you can just create a beautiful life through learning from others and 
from sitting in silence and meditation and doing high vibration yoga. (laughs) But I wouldn't have learned about that stuff if it weren't for chance. So my goal is to make that kind of stuff that we have to talk about so uh, on the nose and be like, hey, I hope you don't think this is weird. Like, I want it to be cool. Mm-hmm. I want to make working on yourself cool. And I want mm-hmm. meditation to be something that was like, I mean, I think it's getting cooler and cooler. Yeah. But I want to be the one that makes it awesome. So that's what 8 a.m. is all about. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm working on making some like signature sweatpants and hoodies right now which are coming Yay. out and the the whole idea is everything that i sell is aimed at raising your vibration pretty much mm-hmm. so for example um the ones that i'm coming out with soon and this is like they're not even out yet and they're like the not even no 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 oh. the they're gonna so, be sweatpants and mm-hmm. so see how this has this logo here yeah so the sweatpant logo like most clothing is meant to like show off a design to others. Mm-hmm. Mine will be to remind yourself of certain messages. So mm-hmm. it's not really for other people. Like yeah. it's comfortable. And so like this will be flipped that way. So people have no idea what I'm talking about, but that's fine. And, like and the words are going to be you. facing you so that you can read them. I like yeah. that. Guys, you should see his 8 a.m. socks on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I'm going to lean toward that and, and really trying to make a, a like a, a – I don't know how, like a concrete difference in the world through the art that I make. I love that. Yeah. And if they want to know, I remember I didn't even know this at first. I thought 8 a.m. was just because that's the time you were posting videos, which I know you post videos mm-hmm. at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. But also, a.m. is Arlen Moore. They're my initials. <laughs> like, that was like mind blowing to me. Yeah. I was like, wait, why didn't I even realize that? Because 8 a.m. to me is just like, right. oh, it's a time. But AM, Arlen Moore. So and, cool. and why the eight? Because eight is, you know, it's a fixed number, but An when infinity. you flip it or when you shift your perspective, you see a lot more. It's infinity. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of meaning behind eight AM, you guys. So, Yay. Yeah. Oh, this was so this fun. This is so exciting. We have literally we could talk forever. We'll we have could. a part two because Arlen needs to tell us to. more about how to manifest. I'd love in our to life. do an entire manifestation podcast yeah sending your questions yeah it'll be so fun we've to talk about only scratched the surface yeah oh my god they're gonna love this this is one of the best episodes ever really yeah yeah guys that was so fun and arlen's so good at like articulating what he's trying to say like i struggle with that like i have like thoughts in my head and i can't like spit it out <laughs> but you're so good at just like saying what you're trying to say i don't know that was yeah. so good that was so interesting. i attribute it to my ice almond matcha <laughs> that i just had <laughs> for focusing you um, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for that having so me. Fun. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. We I love you. you guys enjoyed. Love you. Catch you next time. Bye. <laughs>